0: the biggest name outside of Earnhardt, the biggest name and probably one of our, all right, our favorite freaking freak of all time. Mario Andretti, welcome to the Speed Freaks Pits as we celebrate our 12-year anniversary.
1: Well, thank you. Thanks for including me, guys. appreciate it. Now, yeah. I take
2: issue with what Kenny Sargent just said. You said, Kenny, the biggest name outside of Earnhardt. I, I will argue that and say, no, Andretti is a bigger name than Earnhardt. Mario, what do you think?
1: <laughs> yeah, there's well, <laughs> a loaded question. You know, I I loved uh, obviously, like millions of people do, uh, uh, still do, uh, Dale Earnhardt, and um, I'm you know, he he was he was the best, most popular. So I'm not going to argue with that. Oh, you know, I I did say that wrong, didn't I?
2: You did say it wrong. <laughs> yes, you did.
1: Because
0: I'm the one who's been who who we were talking off. mic saying the only name that's bigger than Earnhardt is Andretti. Oh, so that's what you meant to say. That's what I meant to say. Damn it, Mario, I'm sorry. We, we start the <laughs> damn interview off and I screw it off
1: I Screw it oh, up. That's uh, certainly no offense taken here, because uh, like I told you, you know how I feel. Mario,
0: we are celebrating our 12 years of Speed Freaks and the Freak Nation, and you've been in here a dozen-plus times for a number of reasons, good reasons, sad reasons, the loss of Paul Newman, happy reasons celebrating the jointment of CART and the IRL. Now, through those 12 years, is there something that stands out in your mind? That, that, that's What's the biggest thing that's happened to Mario Andretti or the Andretti family, say, in the last 12 years?
1: well the fact that <laughs> the fact that we're still around and uh, still enjoying our sport really i mean there's no no single event that i could really uh uh give you at this at this point we've been very very fortunate uh, i know that uh, you know you know michael has had uh, his good fortunes even uh, as a car owner you know winning championships and then and then of course uh, indianapolis a couple of times and uh, something that has eluded him as a driver so that's big time stuff in my opinion for the family. Um again, it just uh I think the fact that uh, you know, we suffered for so many years in IndyCars, uh, you know, since the split it finally came together, to me that was also a milestone. So, uh yeah, we've had uh, we have some uh events that uh we can uh, you know, consider a very meaningful. Uh, and you guys were always part of it. As you said, you covered it all. You were everywhere, uh, you, know, when, you know, when we laughed and when we cried. So um, you guys are true veterans by now.
2: Well, Mario, one thing that scared the crap out of me that we did cover as well, fortunately, it was in the middle of the week, and we could laugh about it by the time it came around to our showtime on Sunday. But your flip at Indianapolis when you were testing an IndyCar, I don't remember how many years ago that was, but was that one of the scarier moments of your entire career?
1: Uh, uh, Yes, yes, Crash, absolutely. Um, And that was in 2003, um, yeah, that was definitely uh, one of the moments where I thought uh, maybe I'm going to get to meet my creator finally. <laughs> you know, but, uh, wow! But there was no vacancy up there, so um, uh, I was spared again, and uh, I'm very thankful for that, obviously. But uh, it was, um, you know, it was obviously uh, uh, not a very good moment for me.
2: Was there a particular Mark. reason why you went ahead and said, "Yeah, I'm going to test this Indy car in, in '3?
1: Yeah, because uh, Michael asked me. Okay. That's simple. Actually, uh, my daughter Barbie is the one who suggested because uh, Michael was in a bit of a quandary. He didn't know whether uh, Tony Kanan could actually qualify the car. He thought he was pretty sure he could race it, but he had a hairline uh, uh, crack on his wrist, and uh, there was a chance that he would not be able to qualify. So I was going to... I was not practicing to race. I was practicing to just fill in and qualify for Tony. And I would have done that regardless, you know, even after the crash. If he couldn't have done it, I would have done it. That's not an issue.
2: Oh, wow. And Mario, the the one thing that I like and understand what I'm about to say here. I'm glad that when you decided to be finished, you were finished. There wasn't this dabbling back and forth. There was no Brett Favre. There was no... Uh, when you were done, you were done, and I appreciate that because it shows a level of maturity, and you've been able to find something to do with yourself uh, in you know, in a life after racing.
1: Well, it's true, but, um, you know... <laughs> I don't think there was much left in me because I really pushed the envelope. It's not that I retired when I was forty, you know, uh, and then tried to come back and have second thoughts. I I pushed it as far as I could, and, you know, at age fifty-four, at this level, is you know, it's pretty much uh, not very, um, you know, you don't see very much uh, of that happening. So uh, I stayed as long as I felt that I was competitive. And then, uh, yeah, it was tough to get out of it, but uh, no regrets for sure. Uh, the fact that I still raced at Le Mans three more times uh, uh, was also very fulfilling to me. And um, and again, it just uh, but I uh, could not be uh, more thankful uh, for my career, as it were. Um, and as you can see, uh, life after racing was. It's been good to me because uh, I've been fortunate enough to continue working with companies that uh, I've worked with when I was active um, and companies that I understand well, uh, and and I obviously identify with products and all of that. Uh, I love their culture, and, and you know, when you love your work, uh, you don't work, actually, so that's the way I am. Uh, that's where I am right now.
0: Mario, <laughs> Mario Andretti joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Go ahead, Stat. Do you think that you will come back at, uh, what was it, 70, uh, that uh, uh, Paul
2: Newman did, and maybe race at Daytona or Le Mans and uh, give that one-off and, you know, put your age on the side of the car and give it a go?
1: (laughs) Yeah, put number 72 on the side of the car, 73. (laughs) Um, Well, it's... Like I said, uh, you never know. I mean, I I looked at that as a potential opportunity if we had, uh, say, the three generations. But um, Michael was the one that actually resisted that, resisted doing that. You know, I was crazy enough to go ahead. Uh, But um, uh, nevertheless, I'm quite happy the way things are right now. Um, Let the young ones uh, do their job and and enjoy that. you know I, I get a kick out of still driving a two-seater car i guess that's a, you know it's a small thing for me but uh but it's uh it, it means a lot and and you know it just keeps things going so uh, i'm having a lot of fun and that's the main thing mario
0: andretti joins us here in the speed freaks pits and mario through the last 12 years with crash that myself we've lost some very close motorsports drivers and riders Dan Weldon, being the most recent that we we knew and knew well, we've lost Daryl Russell in Drags, we lost Eric Medlin in Drags,
2: Colin McRae, Colin Rally. McRae,
0: people that we've known, and and there are some drivers that really really hit us hard that that they're gone. You who've been on this earth for seventy plus years, and of course involved the majority of that time in motorsports and driving, what single driver after a after he died affected Mario Andretti the most
1: well you know the the closer you are as a friend obviously the the more it affects you and uh, there were two in particular they really took a lot out of me and uh, one was Billy Foster, he and I were like brothers uh, Canadian driver that was killed at riverside. He was primarily an IndyCar driver, but uh, this was in a stock car and um and of course Ronnie Peterson, he you know, killed in Monza the same day that I clinched the World Championship and you know, the these are individuals that uh, we used to break bread with, you know, and the families did. So uh we were close and it's like losing one of your own and uh but uh, you know, all of them, all the fatalities, you know, motor racing as you know is a very, very close knit uh fraternity and um, and and you know we in a long, in in some ways we love each other you know because uh, we there's respect and, um, and we know what we have to go through to to do what we do and and uh, so again you know when you lose any of them it's um, it's a void that um, that's forever there you know you just uh, don't overcome that
0: Freak Nation his name Mario Andretti as we celebrate our 12 year anniversary of Speed Freaks
2: are you okay if there is no finale beyond Fontana
1: Well uh, I you know for me I I'd love I love the you know the, the season to be much longer than that uh, I express myself. I think uh, our season should be March through November, and um, March to September. It's so to me, it's a little skinny, but um, it is what it is. Uh, if the owners and um, sponsors are good with that, and then, then so be it. Um, if I had, you know, uh, my own, if I, my own wish list would have been a little bit different. However, uh, I think it. IndyCar would be very good with 18 to 20 races. Uh, uh, I would love to see that, and uh, that, would, I think, would be a good stable season for, for me and, uh, and spread out properly.
2: Is it too raw right now still to go back and try to make Vegas work as a finale, seeing what we saw at Texas and that a, a different aero package with these new cars can make Vegas work, or are emotions just still too raw Minus
0: for 10 or 15 drivers on the track. Minus 10 or 15 drivers, right. <laughs>
1: well i i i think Vegas could work i think uh, what we've seen in uh in uh dallas uh i think it's uh, a, a, a w- it was an eye opener and something that uh you we know we've been talking about for so long you know let's take some arrow out of these cars you know they're too easy to drive you know if you're driving three abreast through a corner it's too easy so uh, let's put the uh, you know the back on the drivers and take some, uh, let them slip and slide a little bit, and uh, and I think if they do the same thing, Vegas would be, uh, I think, uh, would would be a good venue for it. Uh, I never thought I'd say that, but uh, but I'm saying it because uh, I see that uh, this could be a reality. So uh, I think there's a whole new look, you know, now for the uh, super speedway, even for you know a mile and a half or two mile high bank tracks. I think that. Uh, you know, finally we see what could work. And um, and I, I would have I don't I would have no qualms. if I was a driver I had no qualms going back to Vegas at all.